What if your feelings are completely and totally valid? What if instead of trying harder to fix things or make things work or change who you are in some way to adapt to the situation? What if instead you just need to trust that you feel what you feel for a reason? You are listening to the Bold as Love podcast. I'm your host, April Boyd, and I'm a psychotherapist, coach, and breathwork facilitator. And I want to share with you today a question that came up when I was doing an interview recently with Authority Magazine. And the question was to share about a failure or a mistake, which has taught me a valuable lesson. And I realized that there's a lesson that I'm actually still learning and practicing present tense. And that lesson is to actually soften more in the times when the outside world wants me to toughen up. And let me explain a little bit more about what I mean by that. I have wasted years of my life, (laughs) years in bad relationships, working for toxic bosses in environments that really were not okay to be in and essentially putting up with things that really should have been deal breakers simply because I was operating from a belief that I didn't even realize I was carrying, but a belief that said that somehow if there was a problem happening, somehow I should either be able to make myself care less and be less impacted by what the other person was doing or what was happening around me, or somehow feel less and essentially toughen up. And I realized that this has actually been a huge theme for me in my life. When I would be in situations that, you know, things were happening that were not good for me or that weren't just not really okay, Instead of walking away, I would end up just trying harder to make it work. I'm wondering if you can relate to me at all when I say that, if you've had similar experiences where you're in a situation or a relationship and, you know, something is going wrong and you find yourself saying, okay, what is it about me that needs to change What is it in me that's being triggered? Maybe I somehow just need to take care of my side of the fence here and we'll be able to find a way through this. And for me, what I realized was, you know, I had developed this instinct of just trying harder to make bad situations work. Essentially, I treated situations where there was abuse, dysfunction, and toxic dynamics as puzzles, puzzles that somehow I just needed to solve and figure out. And if I could just get all the pieces in the right order, then the situation would resolve itself. That person would maybe have a moment of breakthrough and realize what they were doing and stop it. And essentially everything would be okay. This kind of showed up in the way of saying, if my feelings were hurt, Maybe I was somehow being too sensitive. If I was angry, I was probably overreacting. 
And maybe I was actually just being way too hard on the other person. I would go to this place of compassion for the other person, often at the expense of my own self, right? It would almost be hard for me to compute back in the day that somebody could hurt me and not actually care that they were doing that, that that would actually be totally fine for them. It's like that idea did not fully compute in my head because it was so foreign from my way of living and thinking that I would just kind of try harder to make it work. I would try harder to get them to see my good intentions. I would try harder to get them to understand you know, that they could trust me, that I was a safe person, that they didn't have to be like that with me. And it led me into wasting a lot of time in my life. I would find myself in a situation that wasn't working and I would put the responsibility on my own shoulders, thinking that I had to somehow just find a way to fix it. If I could just toughen up, if I could find the right approach, if I could shape shift in the right way, I would be able to make this whole situation work. And I actually remember coming home one day from a workplace I was working into before I had moved into my private practice full time and I was still working for somebody else. And I remember coming home and it had been a day like many of the other days that I had had at this place where I was frustrated and confused because I had just had another really bizarre interaction with my boss. And there was just situations and dynamics that I couldn't fully wrap my head around, but were, you know, blocking me and doing my work in the way that I felt like it should be done and just creating a lot of tension and stress for me at my job. And And I, you know, would later come to realize that, you know, my boss was actually a a really abusive person that was abusing their power and operating really strange ways and inappropriate ways with the staff. And also that that was being accepted in a bigger workplace that, you know, ultimately was fine with that. It was a really toxic environment, but you know, when I was in it, it was kind of like, I couldn't fully see the forest for the trees. (laughs) And so instead of coming home, opening up my laptop and drafting my resignation letter, I got out big sheets of paper, all of my favorite Sharpie markers. And I proceeded to spend my evening sitting at my, on my living room floor, surrounded by like you know, scribbles of my thoughts and my strategies and new understandings and new, you know, hopes, trying to essentially brainstorm and mind map my way into making the situation okay for me to be in. Now, you know, at that time I had a lot riding on my shoulders. I had like moved for this job. Of course, you know, this job was paying my bills at the time. So like there was all kinds of reasons of why I was really invested in trying to make this job work. But even with all those outside pressures, I could see that this also tapped into 
an old, long-standing dynamic that I had, that I had repeated in all kinds of relationships, right? Where I would be with somebody that was horrible to me, right? Like horrible to me. And I would not break up with them. I would continue to just try to make it work. And so, you know, this pattern of just trying to make it work really just landed me in this place of somehow feeling like if there was a problem, either part of it was me, I somehow was being misunderstood and needed to be more clear. I somehow needed to change my approach. And I actually remember working with a therapist at the time because I was so affected by like how awful this work environment was. And I remember asking my therapist at the time, by the way, as a therapist, I fully, fully believe in the value of coaching work, therapy work, sitting down with somebody that can, you know, help you see things from an outside perspective. And I really look at, you know, therapy and coaching the same way I look at, taking my car in for maintenance or cleaning my teeth at the dentist office, right? Like to me, it's just good, responsible self-care, especially when we're going through, you know, something hard and challenging and triggering. And so anyway, so I remember like sitting across from my therapist and saying to her, okay, like what's the lesson I'm supposed to be learning in this work environment? And she turned to me and said, April, what's the lesson that you want to learn how to be a better doormat? And I was like, oh, (laughs) right. And at the time I was so invested in trying to make this situation work that I wasn't even giving myself the space to really step back and look at it from a distance and recognize that this place was actually really messed up. And I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy to try to go and live and work in this environment, right? It's just awful. There's such a cost to that. And so for me, what I've become really interested in these days is asking myself and my clients to really just consider what if your feelings are valid right? Most of us that are into personal development work, if you're listening to this podcast, that is clearly you, right? You're somebody that values self-reflection. You're somebody that values, you know, trying to grow, trying to be responsible for how you're showing up in the world. And obviously I'm with you and I, and I love that kind of work, right? I think it's just so good for our own self, so good for our relationships to, you know, learn more about how we're operating and be really in it, getting better and better integrity with like who we want to be and how we want to live. But when we look at it this way, you know, these questions, we can get kind of lost, right? Where the focus becomes so much on our own self. It's like we're shining the spotlight just on our own self. What could I be doing differently? What's wrong with me that I'm feeling so impacted? Maybe I just need to toughen up. Maybe I'm being too sensitive. Maybe I'm being too hard on this person, right? All of these ways where we cut off from what might be a really important stream of information that's coming to you. 
These days, I really think of my emotions as being my guidance system. I've learned for my own self, if something feels off, it probably is. And while there's times when I can look at my own self and say, yep, you know what? That's actually triggering something in me. That's an edge where, you know, I still need to grow or I still need to heal something. But we have to be really careful that that's not the place that we paint ourselves into that corner, right? And we forget to kind of extend that light over to be able to take a really good look at what the other person is doing how they're treating us, how we feel when we're around them, and what's actually happening in that dynamic, right? So that we're able to see the forest for the trees, right? That we're able to take a good look at the reality of what's happening. Now, of course, we want to own our own part in how we may have contributed to whatever negative dynamics we sometimes find ourselves in. But I think when we have this tendency, especially if you're a really empathetic person, a really compassionate person, and especially if you're somebody that has developed tendencies of seeking out validation, people pleasing, essentially deriving your sense of worthiness by whether or not somebody approves of you or gets you or understands you, right? Then we can end up in this place where we're ignoring the red flags and minimizing the severity of the situation and failing to notice the damage that might be getting done to your own well-being. So what if instead of trying to toughen up, trying to just turn off Whatever in you is not okay or is uncomfortable or upset. And instead we started turning towards that and getting curious. Is this something that's being triggered in me? Is there a lesson I need to learn here? Or am I really in a situation that is not good for me and I need to get myself out of it? So I hope you found that useful. The best way to support a podcast and this work is to share this podcast with somebody else that could also benefit from it. That helps me get my work out into the world, and I appreciate that so much. I would also love it if you left me a review. Those also light me up. So thank you so much for being a part of this, and I'll see you next time.